Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for our lives. I'm your host, Grace Fox, and I'm inviting you to check out my latest devotional book, Keeping Hope Alive. Devotions for Strength in the Storm. Ninety meditations provide brief biblical encouragements when your mind is on overload. It's available on my website, which is gracefox.com, and wherever Christian books are sold. And now, after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Romans 4.19. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Romans 4.19. He did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body, which was as good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's womb. When I travel to the Middle East for ministry purposes, the cost of all related expenses is typically upwards of $6,000, and I'm responsible to raise those funds. On one occasion, with my departure date only a couple of days away, I still lacked several thousand dollars. The facts told me that the money wasn't there, but faith told me to trust God in the face of an impossible situation and move forward to keep my commitment to those waiting for me to come. The main character in today's Bible verse is Abraham, and he faced hard facts too. Nearly twenty years before, God had promised him that he would become the father of many nations, but nothing had happened yet. Now he was a hundred years old, and as for his wife Sarah, well, she was only ten years younger than he was. That put her miles beyond menopause. The cold, hard facts said that their having a baby now was biologically impossible. But faith told Abraham to trust God to keep his promise. That's what Abraham did, and in doing so, he demonstrated true faith as described in Hebrews 11.1. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. With all the evidence pointing to the impossibility of his becoming a father of many nations, Abraham's faith clung to the unseen promises of God. Today's verse says that Abraham's faith did not weaken That word weaken suggests a state of powerlessness. 
Abraham's faith or his conviction that God would keep his word did not lose its power despite the physical impossibility stacked against him. That doesn't mean he never experienced a fleeting moment of doubt, but it means that he refused to let those doubts shape his beliefs about God's faithfulness and might. Abraham did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body, which was as good as dead. In the original Greek, the word for considered means to perceive clearly by fixing one's mind on something. It denotes pondering something carefully, weighing the facts, immersing oneself in the information gathered, and then coming up with a proper conclusion about the thing being considered. So, within the context of this verse, it tells us that Abraham was not naive about reality. He wasn't living in denial about the biological facts. He was fully aware of the truth about his situation, but he didn't let that deter him from believing God or trusting him to do what he said. The word dead comes from the root necros, which is where we get our English word necropsy. Within this context, it means worn out, as we might describe an old, impotent man. His reproductive organs were worn out. They were as good as dead. The tense used here conveys permanence. So, Abraham's organs had died, and there was no hope of reviving them, ever. He was irrefutably helpless when it came to fathering a child at this stage and age, He would never live to see God's promise come true, barring a miracle. And yet he continued to trust God to do what he said. The next couple of verses offer more understanding into Abraham's faith as he faced the cold, hard facts surrounding an impossible situation. Romans 4.20 and 21 say, Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. And in this he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. In the original language, the word here for never was an absolute. Abraham absolutely did not waver. Waver literally means to separate from one another. It infers weighing the evidence, doubting that something might be true, and being double-minded about the conclusion. So in this verse, it's saying that Abraham did not waffle between belief and unbelief. In fact, his faith in God's promise and ability to do the impossible grew stronger over time. At this point, if you're like me, you might be asking the question, well, if Abraham never wavered between belief and unbelief, How can we explain him sleeping with his wife's servant girl in an attempt to have a child through that union? That's a good question, and one for which I don't have a for sure answer, except that Abraham's faith was not perfect. He went along with Sarah's plan to take matters into their own hands, and things did not go well. We do know from Romans 4.20 and 21 that Abraham's imperfect faith grew stronger over time. It became so strong, in fact, that when God asked him to sacrifice his son Isaac, the only one through whom God's promise could be fulfilled, 
He set out in obedience while expecting God to provide an animal sacrifice instead. In this, he brought glory to God. Abraham's example demonstrates what it looks like to walk in the truth of 2 Corinthians 5-7. For we live by believing and not by seeing. When God gives us a promise based on his word, but the cold hard facts surrounding that promise run contrary to it, let's choose to live by believing the one who made that promise. In my situation, with facing the facts of not having enough money to travel to the Middle East a couple of days before my departure, I chose to trust and thank God in advance for what He would do. If He'd called me to go, He would make a way. And He did. Sufficient donations came in before leaving home, and seeing God do the impossible confirmed to me that I was doing His work in His way. Impossible situations test our faith, but they also strengthen it. When we choose to believe that God will do what He says, we bring honor to Him. And that's what matters most. Let's pray. Father, thank You for always fulfilling Your promises. Help us keep our eyes on them and on You when hard facts say something contrary. Help us to not weaken in our faith, but to grow stronger when circumstances test it, so we can bring honor to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! 
Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Hey friends, Nicole Eunice here from the How to Study the Bible podcast. I want to invite you to experience a fresh look at the story of Joseph and what it means for you today. Life can totally throw us for a loop, whether it's your family or your marriage, work, church, or something else entirely. Maybe you have found yourself in a season that you never would have expected and that you certainly wouldn't have signed up for. In this six-week Bible study together, we're going to talk about the biblical story of Joseph, a man who lived an unexpected life and trusted God through it all. We'll talk about the blessings he experienced, the promises God keeps, the way that tests of our character can actually refine our faith. We'll talk about patience. We'll talk about loss. Absolutely talk about redemption. So come join us for the six-week series over on the How to Study the Bible podcast. Can't wait to dive in with you.